Stansberry Show, Rock 106.9. Welcome to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. Another week of our workday double pay continues. If you're unaware, we give you a keyword 10 after each hour from 6 o'clock in the morning till 9 p.m. You text it in and you win yourself $8,000. Matthew Fantone points out all the time, you put a comma. Yeah. And a prize, yeah. and people want it. Yeah, they do, man. Smart. It's big money, big money, yeah. big money. No whammies there. No. How are you, buddy? Uh, pretty good, man. Pretty good. Can't complain too much this weekend. Um, it was a good one, man. Aside from the re- the, way- the rain and the weather and the crappiness of that, like I felt like I had a pretty decent weekend. Uh, all kicked off Friday afternoon. Got to uh, got to head down to the Stark County Fallen Officers Memorial Ceremony, which was a great thing to be a part of. Um, I'm always proud of Canton when that many people show up yeah, to, 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 to kind of tip of the hat. Um, the video's up on our Facebook page, WRQK Facebook page. So you can check that out. Um, but other than that, man, I mean, it was uh, we did like a Mother's Day thing with my family yesterday, so that's kind of off the docket already. Um, yeah, because uh, that's not until this week, yeah, right? Yeah, it's, it's just coming Sunday, but it was just like, oh, it's easier if we all do it this weekend. Okay. So, so that yeah, happened. people do that kind of stuff all the time. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's not like Mother's Day. It's like, oh, it's always the same. You know, it's whatever. It's not the Lord's birthday. No, it is not. It is not. Um, but other it's just than- a day for your mother to guilt you into how she brought you back into this world and all that. Essentially, that's what it is. That's there all for. it is. Um, Give me a s- card. Have you sent your card out yet? You I, no. So here's of? the thing. I have my mother. So my this is what's crazy. Well, my mom's birthday's on Saturday, mm-hmm. and then Mother's Day's on Sunday. And so now I don't know what to do because I got a Mother's Day card, but I didn't like I didn't write Happy Birthday in it. Good, it's good. Don't go buy a birthday card, send it out today, and then send the Mother's Day card tomorrow. Is that right? Have it boom, boom, one after the other. Then she'll get two pieces of mail from tag you. Tag team your mom there. Yeah, just, dude. Tag just, team just, Mrs. Stansberry. There you go. Good lord, how do we get there? Six oh seven in the morning, Dan. God. I didn't expect to go there. Fast, man. Fast. Fast. stop, dude. It's DP. Monday. Dude, I believe strongly. Jeez. And you wake up and you hit ground running. Happy Mother's Day. Here's a DP for you. Good Lord. What are we talking no, about? No, so I have the card addressed. I have yeah. not sent it out yet. And here's the thing. Like, I live walking distance to the post office. You know what I mean? And I've been sitting on that card for like a week. But I wanted to try to figure out like when to mail it out to where it would get there right around time. Birthday today. Send that Mother's Day card tomorrow. Then, right. they, then they're staggered, and it looks like you care about both. Because if you two for one, eight, you look like you, I mean, well, I was gonna call for the birthday and then have the card for the, do like both. the do both. Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. Two forms of communication for the mom. Well, the written one really doesn't count. I mean, what is that? It doesn't count. No, what did you do? Write happy. It birthday? counted seven dollars and forty nine cents <laughs> well, worth. They uh, believe me, Giant Eagle counted it. Well, I'm just telling you, it's going to make more of an impact when she gets it, and she's gonna be like, "Oh my gosh, Dan, he's so sweet." And then you call and you talk to her, and dude, we've said this before. I mean, it's not like your mom's, you know, relatively young or anything. I mean, no, she could go any minute. Right, she's on the other yeah. side of the country. She came all the way here late earlier this month to uh, to come. See yeah, you, just so, to say hi. Yeah, so so I I think it would, right. I think it would be an appropriate thing here to send two cards and maybe a couple of phone calls as well. Man, she really got to you, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she got behind enemy lines. Twenty bucks, man, is all it takes, man. Just slip him a twenty. Phantom, he'll throw a Stansberry right underneath that bus. Throw him under. So you and I agree on something, and you don't know what it is yet. Okay, but I was I was paying attention to your tweets yesterday. Okay, 
All right, and you and I are in full on agreement on something, and we're going to sound off, and we're going to honestly, we're going to let some people have it. All right. Okay, so that's still to come on the program. But I heard you lost your cell phone yesterday, and yeah. apparently, dude, the Twitter <laughs> followers of this show thought it was like the biggest problem in the world. What well, happened? Well, okay, so here's what happened. Yesterday, we were coming back from from my parents' house, and I get out of the car, or well, no, I my girlfriend gets out of the car because she's got to move her car, and I take all this crap out of my car and end up throwing it in the trash can. Go inside. Go to the bathroom and I'm like, hey babe, I'm gonna cut the grass before the Cavs game. Da 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 da. And she's like, well, hey, I've got to go take care of something. I'm leaving. And when she leaves, I start looking around and I'm like, where's my phone, dude? I can't find my phone anywhere. And at that point, I've got nobody that's gonna like call. I can't be like, hey babe, call my phone. I'm looking for it because right. she's already gone. She's gone. So I tweet at her. I'm like, Megan, I don't know where the hell my phone went. Will you please call me? And she's like, oh my god, I you lost your phone. What are we gonna do? Blah blah blah. Can't find my phone. Can't find my phone. Can't find my phone. So at this point. We're about, I don't know, half an hour till tip off, and I'm tearing through the house, dude, looking in my car, looking in the house, dude, going through every pair of pants that I own. I'm like, what dude, would LeBron do? I'm like, well, dude, you didn't wear six pairs of pants today. Why do you think they'd be in this <laughs> pair of jeans? Like, right. those jeans are in, they're in the dresser. Why would you, why would the phone be in Obviously there? had the phone at some point. Right, 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 right. Like, I know it's either in my car or in the house. I know it has to be. So it's about tip off time, and I'm like, you know what? Screw it, dude. I don't care. What do I need a phone for? And I just sit there. My girlfriend keeps hitting me up, like, hey, why aren't you looking at your phone? And I'm on my tablet, you know, sure, on Twitter, yeah, yeah. and she's like, why aren't you, why keep looking for your phone? I'm like, I'm not looking for my phone in the middle of a Cavs game. So it finally gets to be halftime, and I'm like, dude, where is this thing? Like, retrace your steps. And I'm like, all right, so you let her out of the car, parked the car, and you went to the trash can. And I'm like, yeah, you did go to the trash can. Open up the trash can. There's two Starbucks cups, a couple of wrappers, and on top of all that, my cell phone in the trash can. You threw your cell phone I, I away? I, dude, I had it in my hand with like a, a bunch of She trash. just like threw everything down. Threw it all down, put the lid on it, walked away. And I'm like, son of a bitch. So yeah, my, my phone was in the trash can. Threw it away there. So is the show Monday morning. <laughs> Let's get you hooked up with this first $1,000 right now. 6 9 Welcome back to the Stansberry Show, Rock 106.9. 7.30, we'll get you hooked up with a pair of tickets for Ohio Championship Wrestling, making its uh, way back to Canton. That will be May the 13th. That's this weekend. That is this weekend. Bash at the Bay, baby. Going down. Uh, all, all uh, The proceeds are going to go to the J-Babe Community Center, which is a huge part of Canton. And honestly, if you've never been to an OCW event, this is the one to come to. Steel Cage Match. you got no shame. Jimmy Shane taking on the OCW champion, Dark Star Matt Taylor. I'm going to be there hosting the whole thing. It's going to be a good time. You're invited. Cage match, huh? Oh, yeah, dude. It's all going down <laughs> in the does, cage, that baby. Does, that does sound awesome. I will admit. So I went out for a little while on uh, Friday for First Friday. Yeah. I heard something in a bar on Friday that I can't believe I heard. Okay. <laughs> I can't believe I heard a girl say this. Okay. She was talking to one of the bartenders. And I don't know what it was they were talking about or or whatever. It doesn't matter. Because her reply was is, well, you know, I'm just so recognizable in Canton that honestly going out on First Friday is more of a hassle than it is fun. Wow. And I wow. I just took a step back. Wow. And I just thought to myself, "Oh my god, you're making some some miserable dude <laughs> like awful, like feel awful for the rest of his life just dragging him to bed bath and beyond saying things like that with the lack of self-awareness on you." I just I couldn't believe I heard her say it. 
I mean, I'm trying to think of who's got a higher recognize, you know, a, a a higher level of, of of being able to be recognized outside of you, I, and maybe Marilyn Manson's pretty popular in Canton, <laughs> but like, who else is even who are we talking about right now? Who? I that's just How? it. And so I did. I like turned my head because I wanted to see who it was because I was like, all right, well maybe it is somebody. And then I thought to myself, I'm like, who would I be looking for? Right, like, like well, what celebrity are you looking like, for? Who am I looking for? Unless she won, like, the 1992 state champion for the McKinley Bulldogs, dude. You have zero notoriety yeah, what you, again. What are you talking about? What are you, a long snapper? Right, right. Unless you played high school football, bitch, and I don't think you did. What are you talking about? And I, I was like... What? I, I could, I like, I what? I almost, I wasn't part of the conversation and I wish I had been because I wanted to, like, ask her to repeat it. Was she in the OJs? What was this chick doing? What? Uh, what? No, yeah, I don't, I don't believe she is of OJ's fame now. Was this, was this, was this, I've banged so many people in Canton when I go out, everybody's like, oh, hey, there's Heather that banged See, everybody. Now that's why I turned my head around. Right. Because I was like, all right, maybe it's one of those. Right. And you could tell by looking at her, it's like, mm, no, this wasn't, this girl didn't have the look on her. Like she would be that person, you know what I mean? Like she looked a little too Jacksonite-ish <laughs> to, to, to be like, you know what I mean? This wasn't like the 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 girl who's normally hanging around downtown who would speak that way in a bar. I, so so there you are, number one morning show in the city, Sandsbury just sitting there like a lump on a log. Nobody and, talking and, to me. This chick, Nobody saying a word to me. This chick is over there. It's kind of why I recognized it. Jesus, dude. I was like, if I haven't hit the level of a woman whose name I don't know. Right. You might want to start putting in some more hours. I was God. like, man, I got to get this thing figured out. I got to I gotta get this show pushed up ill, dear lords. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. We, we might need some more. We might need to do some work around here. I was able to try. Uh, the taco truck that you okay. recommended, Bomba. Okay. Yeah, very okay. good. I had the Pastore from them. Excellent. I know there was a bunch of taco trucks down there. In yeah, the, Beach uh, Bum was there too. They were, uh, well, I had, let's be honest, I had both. They there were, you go. <laughs> they were both very good. Actually, um, Beach Bum, uh, uh, their carnitas was delicious. I know uh, I know. food trucks have been a, 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 a topic of hot conversation when it comes to downtown Canton, but dude, if you're slinging tacos, I mean, what am I going to do? Walk by and not eat one? I had to do it. Yeah, of course. I had to did. do it. And I just, look, I understand like i'm kind of in the middle on that whole argument because i understand i i want food trucks obviously available to me because i like eating things but i do understand the plight of the businessman downtown who's like you know what i'm here 30 days a month i got you know what i mean employees i'm doing here you can't just like pop up and down here just when there's people here take the money and then get the hell out of here i'm paying taxes right right right. i mean so i understand that and i think that they're working on some kind of system where it's like they everybody gets to do what they want while staying out of each other's ways it's gonna be interesting to see how that whole thing plays out yeah you want to say you know a a rise of the tide lifts all boats in downtown canton but when that tide comes and leaves really quickly (laughs) when you're not brick and mortar yeah i I can understand the frustrations so when i yeah i heard that girl say that I just I, I was laughing I, I just I couldn't make it it's such a hassle <laughs> I'm so what? recognizable here what? I was like dear God what are you talking about all right so the Cavaliers swept indeed they did got rid of the Raptors Demar, was it uh is it Demar Derozan said yeah. well we would have won had we had LeBron James too. well yeah <laughs> well. It, chances are yes the you know argument long been LeBron can make any team in the NBA a playoff team well, what a, what a frustrating place to be and what a frustrating thing to have to say that like yo I'm locked up here and Toronto, I'm not going anywhere, and I know LeBron's not going anywhere right. either. Uh, you just 
you just have. They're to be, already starting to say Kyle Lowry going to the West uh, next year, which it brought, brings up an interesting point. And a lot of people, you know, well, dude, the East is so bad; it's the worst. Number one, the East had a better record than the West this year. They did. If did the not last, know that for the last two years they have when you combine all teams. So a lot of people say the West is more top heavy, but a lot of people say the reason that is is because for the past five to six years, guys are leaving the East because they don't want to run into LeBron in the playoffs. They don't want to have to. He's deal. like the Tom Brady. They don't want to have to deal here. with the buzz saw. Yeah. They don't want to have to go up against him. They know there's no shot against him. So it's like, dude, you know what? I'll try to beat the Spurs. I'll try to beat the Warriors. We'll do whatever we got to do. I'll go to Portland. Yeah, sure. I'll go to the Clippers. Yeah, sure. But that's that's why you have those top heavy teams is because nobody wants to f with LeBron. You know, Colin Coward's been making the argument that the West is no harder than the East. He's like, look at what Golden State's doing in it. He's like, it's no harder for them. It may be harder for like a middle of the pack team than it is for a middle of the pack team in the East. Maybe he said, but his whole argument is, is that for the Warriors, it's just as easy as as the East is for LeBron. Right. What went from, oh, dude, I don't know if the Cavs are going to make it out of the first round when the Pacers put up seventy points in that first half. To, oh, dude, I don't know if the Cavs are going to be able to take the Raptors. It quickly turns into, oh, dude, LeBron's not playing anybody. He's soft, dude. He sucks. He's terrible. He's the worst. And it's like, well, dude, when you're a really good basketball team, it's easy to buzzsaw. Less, less, less competent teams. So we'll be talking to Scott from WaitingForNextYear.com at 8.20 this morning, and he put a little bit of this in perspective as he posted this, that the most best-of-seven sweeps in NBA history, Tim Duncan has nine, mm-hmm. LeBron James now has ten. Wow. So, I mean, that's, I mean, you're talking Tim Duncan, obviously an all time great there. We already know LeBron's an all time great. It's not like anybody's waiting for that to be said, but it's like, I mean, it, this guy's starting to do some really impressive things. Oh, it, 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 it's ungodly, dude. It's, it, it's, it's like he's from another planet. He has really transformed himself into what is like, well, dude, he's definitely a top 50. Well, he's definitely a top 10. If you don't buy into LeBron, if he's not number one, he's number one B. And I'll, I'll, I'll debate you all day whether it's him or Jordan or whatever, but at the end at the end of all of it, dude, if you don't recognize the greatness that's in front of you, if you don't recognize one of the best athletic performances of all time happening as we speak, because that is literally what's going on, is one of the greatest performances in sports history is happening, and, and people choose not to recognize When that. you think about the fact that we as sports fans right now get Brady and LeBron in the two big sports in America right now, we get them both in their like, their prime and their greatness, and we're still watching. It, and we don't. And honestly, we're so like blase about it; mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. Yeah, whatever. Who cares? So that speaks to the fans, and that's who I'm mad at now. Okay. So congratulations, LeBron and company. It kind of felt like we knew this was going to happen, yeah, but way to yeah, go! Yeah, Thanks yeah. for the awesome basketball. But Cavs fans, you are the biggest. Cry baby sissy whiners I've seen maybe ever. I I this whole entire season I had to bite my lip and I was gonna wait until we were done with the series to have this conversation with you. Hubie Brown is not a Toronto Raptors fan. Fantone and I are in agreement on this. I read some of your tweets yesterday. I was like, oh my guy's nailing this. I don't understand. First of all, <laughs> let's just I'm going to streamline this all the way down. Hubie Brown has to give you reasons not to turn the television off. Everybody knows the series is over in four games. Everybody's been saying all season, well, nothing matters until Golden State and Cleveland play. Everybody knows that. He's got to make it sound like there's a reason to continue to watch this game. He's not rooting for Toronto. He's rooting for a basketball product that you'll keep your eyes on. Yeah, just being like, yo, Toronto sucks, man. LeBron is so much better than these dudes. That's not good commentary. In, in Northeast Ohio, that plays well. 
I mean, sure. If I could it's have a national Fred, broadcast, if I could have Fred McLeod and and and, and, and you know in Austin out there, just be Mr. Oh, Cavalier, right? I'd love it, dude. But you have to recognize that, right? It's a national broadcast, and you do have to keep people, you know, focused on the game. And for some people, just having LeBron being great isn't good enough to keep their eyes on it. They need for there to be competition, which obviously QBS to play a part of. This all this all goes back to, and and really, I mean, it goes back a far way, but it goes back to number one, the loser mentality, I guess, is where it all starts and how hard it's been for Northeast Ohio sports fans to shake that. Because even after a championship, there's still that like, no, I think I'm still a loser. Yeah. I, I know we're still losers, right? Right? Yeah. Did we really win? There's th- there's that it mentality. Was a fluke. But this all goes back to the Cleveland Indians last year and their postseason run with, with Joe, Joe Buck. Buck. Right. And, and when, I yelled at Indians fans too. When that all started, and I mean, my gripe has always been against Joe Buck is he does not sound like he's engaged in the game. I don't think he's an Indians hater. I don't think he was a a a, a Toronto Blue Jays honk. I just feel you like just he's, don't like it. I, yeah, I just feel like he's not a good announcer. But you've got that oh Joe Buck and he oh, keeps making fun of us and keeps doing this. And it's like, guys, okay, well, you know what? You haven't won yet. You know, the Indians didn't win yet. So, all right. So maybe you feel victimized still. But as Cavs fans, you guys should feel empowered right now. You guys should feel like, good. Bring the hate on. I love the hate, dude. Right. If, if that's really what and you think. And it's not even hate. It's not. It's not. It's it w- selling a competitive basketball game when everybody in the world knows that it isn't. I, I, I said it yesterday as, you know. I, you can argue what Hubie Brown was doing yesterday is actually really hard. Right, right. Play devil's advocate on a regular basis. Really hard. (laughs) A little tough thing to do there. Um, But, guys, like, honestly, as Northeast Ohio sports fans, for, like, 30 years, for essentially the entire time that I've been alive, ESPN and national sports shows have literally just urinated in the faces of Cleveland, uh, of Browns fans and Indians fans and Cavs fans, just on a regular basis. Like, hey, look at this montage of all the crappy sports things that have happened to you. That was the insert descriptive term. Right. Regular ESPN programming was, ha ha, Cleveland sucks. That's what it was. And now that Hubie Brown pats the Raptors on the back and says, "Good good, good game, Kyle Lowry, now everybody's like, oh my God, my feelings are so hurt. I gotta tell you. Toughen up, guys. Do Cavs Twitter was a crying, whining, like, baby mess yesterday. And which was ironic as they were calling another fan base in the NBA playoffs soft. As they're, as they're calling another fan base soft, you're crying about Hubie Brown being mean to you on the television. Honestly, like, I, I couldn't believe what I was reading. It's just a bunch of sissies crying. Must have been must have been a hundred times in that series where Hubie Brown talked about the great the all-time greatness, greatness of, of LeBron. LeBron James. When, when he would talk about, when Hubie Brown would talk about how good Kyrie was at shooting off the glass, he must have brought that point Nobody up. Nobody finishes better at the rim uh, with, the, with their opposite hand better than Kyrie Irving. I heard it multiple times he yesterday. He brought it up a hundred times, right. and yet some reason or another, just because he's like, boy, DeMar DeRozan shooting pretty well right now, can't fans are like, oh, dude, Hubie, he's such a, he's a Toronto fan. I've never seen anything like it in my entire life. I've never seen more people feel bad for themselves. Snowflakes. Right. And like, that was it. It's like, this is the snowflake mentality that everybody's always bitching about. And here it is, you doing it. I couldn't believe it. All he's trying to do is make sure that the broadcast is interesting, which I should start to work on right now. <laughs> we'll be right back with more Stansbury Show. Hang on. The Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. We'll get choked up with $1,000 with our workday double pay. We'll do that 710. That's when we'll give you your second keyword of the day. 
have the Florida Finals here to do in a second, although I do want to congratulate before we do this, uh, John Daly, who won for the first time since 2004, won on the Champions Tour yesterday, John Daly did. He's like the everyman's golfer. It's what I love about him. Like He's just a cigarette-smoking, beer-chugging, just regular old dude, and he won on the Champions Tour yesterday uh, in, in dramatic fashion. He actually had to overcome three late bogeys to do it. As somebody who does not care about golf at all, I will always, always celebrate a victory from the big guy there, dude. I he saw, looks awesome. I saw pictures of him yesterday, and he was wearing like an American flag pants. Yeah, he had American flag pants on. Hilarious, dude. Yeah, loudmouth. That's giant, that giant belly. Um, doesn't he have like a deal where it's like all you can eat Hooters all the time? <laughs> like he can go to any Hooters in America. I think he does and, have some kind of weird bar deal like that. Yeah, and that's fantastic. Now the guys like you and me, it's like. Oh, that's that's a good deal. You know, I totally want that. But like a pro athlete, you would think would be like, you know what? No, I'll take a quarter million dollars instead. But no, John Daly played his cards right. He knew where the money was, and it's eating all those goddamn chicken wings and drinking those draft yeah, you beers. You can't give him that much money. He's just going to end up buying Coke with it. I mean, the guy cannot stay on the straight and narrow. He just can't do it. But I love him. I've always loved John Daly. Hits the ball two miles. You know what I mean? So it's just, it was good to see that. It was good to see that. Honestly, it would probably help golf a little bit. For guys yeah. like him, there's a guy on the regular tour now named Beef Johnson who's got like a really big beard and like he's kind of like an everyman. He's starting to gain a little traction. Those guys will help the game. So I, of course, will love seeing that. So Cinco de Mayo was Friday. Indeed it was. And uh, and so down, so now down to Florida we'll go. Where a teacher is has been placed on administration leave over what they have done surrounding Cinco de Mayo. All right. They basically hung a Trump pinata up and let people take wax at it in celebration of Cinco de Mayo. Now, I understand that people, he has inflamed some people. Yeah. The leader has, right? At least. But how many teachers got to get in trouble for doing these kinds of things in, in your lesson plan before you figure out that I shouldn't do this? Is this just teachers just wanting to be fired? Well, wanting to be like, oh, like, let, dude, get me out of here. This job sucks. You know, obviously, teachers, I think, are in a weird place right now where you do have to talk about current events, and that is kind of a part of... You have to engage your kids in a way that they'll pay attention to the lesson plan. Right, right. And, you know, it it is. It's something that your kids are going to talk to you about because they look at you as a point of authority and and more so... You're an adult. You'll know. Well, and and, and somebody who is presented to them is like, well, this person's going to have an answer to all your questions. That's what kids are told. Like, you've got your teacher here. You can trust them. You can go to them on things. So I'm not surprised that a little bit of politics are going to introduce their way into the classroom. But you as a teacher, you also have a responsibility there to balance that and to and to make sure that you are not slanting things one way or the other because dude that's not what your job is your job is to educate and let those kids decide hey am i going to slant this way or slant this way or which way am i going to go that's their decision um but this is the president of the United States of America, and I certainly have 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 expressed my distaste for for President Trump and expressed my issues with him. But dude, that's well over the line. When you're showing kids like, "Hey, go take a stick and beat the president of America," yeah. that is well over the line. I, I just think you know, back in the day, even people who hated Kennedy weren't going to have a Kennedy pinata, right? I just think you got to know to stay away from. Be 
leading an image of the leader of the free world. Yes. I mean, as an educator, do whatever you want in your house. You can go back to Kennedy, but I'll go back to Obama. And if somebody did this with Obama, which I'm sure they did. Yeah, I'm sure there was one. I'm sure there was. And like, you should be like, dude, that's over the line. Like, I would I would think that's over the line if it was President Obama, just as I think it's over the line when it was President Trump, dude. That's it's if it was if it was your own house party and it was Cinco de Mayo. That's what I'm saying. Do whatever you want in your house. Dude, you can have a Donald Trump sex doll there and you go ahead and do whatever you want to him. But like when it's your teaching kids, when it's the public, you had to know how this was going to play. You had to know. And that's what I'm saying. I just at this point, I just think people just want to be fired. The school released a statement saying this was an incredibly disrespectful act that does not reflect the values of Roosevelt High School or the school district. Teacher placed on leave pending an investigation by the school district that shall begin today. We all know what they're going to come up with. They're going to come up with, you can't do that. You should have known better than that. You're a teacher. You should show better judgment making, and you're out of here. And We talk about this with a lot of stuff, but with education issues in particular, when you're a teacher, like looking down the field's pretty important, guys. Like You have yeah. to understand that like you know, when you throw the rock in the pond, the waves are going to ripple for quite a while there, dude. Have some foresight. Like right now, as guys who host a morning show, we were going to do like a do this for tickets. I'm not doing a Trump pinata and Cinco de Mayo because I know what the yeah. I know what the temperature of the nation is right now. Yeah, I'm not doing that as a radio contest. I know not to do that right now. So if I, the idiot morning show host, knows not to do that, and your educators don't, God, <laughs> dude, you guys honestly keep voting down school levies, man. <laughs> keep doing it because I keep getting things to talk about because of it. Unreal. A guy is fighting for his right to show his penis in court. Okay. So we'll get to that after we give you guys $1,000 next. Hang on. No! The Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to The Stansberry Show, Rock 106.9, 7.30. We're going to get you hooked up with a pair of Ohio Championship Wrestling tickets. Their event is this weekend on the 13th. Matthew Fantone will be your host for that. It is a steel cage match. We'll get you hooked up with those tickets around 730. It's going to be lit, dude. I'm telling you right now, that's what the kids say. That's what I'm going to say. It's going to be lit this weekend. J-Babe Stern Community Center. It's all going down. And the all the benefits go to that, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, uh, you know, the J-Babe is well known within Canton. That's actually like where CJ McCollum used to play when he was a uh, when he was a young up-and-comer in the Hall of Fame city right there. And, it, dude, it's real close to my house, and it's just one of those places that, you know, you can tell it's not about making a ton of money. It's about serving the community. So that's cool. And it's pro wrestling, dude. So even if you're a terrible person, you don't want to help out at all, you can still watch pro wrestling. It's going to be awesome. I'm the opposite. I want to help people out, and I don't want to watch pro wrestling. I'm the opposite of that person. 7.30, we'll get jerked up at that. 7.10, just a few minutes now, we'll give you a 1000 bucks With our workday double pay, we'll give you your next keyword, 7.10. So if like you need that. some money, we'll give you a 1000 bucks. I like that. I don't know if this guy needs money or if he did this just to do it, but Green Bay Packers player? Yeah. Is this Eddie Lacy? Yeah. Dude, he had a garage sale at his house over the weekend. Okay. And <laughs> trying like, to make an extra 200 bucks. I'm watching I'm watching it's actually a news station out of uh Oregon, out of uh, out of Portland that I'm okay. watching the video from. And they're yeah, they had somebody on scene and like of course like the lines are wrapped around the block to buy something from Eddie Lacy. Now, I thought this was all going to be just Packers gear and the like. Dude, people are buying like lamps. He had like lamps on sale for twenty bucks. So this isn't him 
now, doing like, oh, I've got a ton of my own jerseys. I've got a some. T- okay. So he's got like game worn shoes and like okay. that kind of stuff. And like, yeah, championship hats and like that kind of stuff that he was given from the organization. B- because you'd have so much stuff as a pro athlete. Oh, God. Uh, like the clothing. T-shirts. Yeah. Uh, you know, oh. I, as a radio station employee, I've got a lot of stuff. But dude, as an athlete, I mean, you get new shoes every week. You know what I mean? You There's get a gift new- basket from every one of your endorsement companies, all that stuff, every time you turn around. So I could see how you could accumulate a ton of crap as a pro athlete. No, but people are buying like... Like his lamps were listed at twenty bucks a piece. What? Like so, here's the thing. What? Like not only was he doing Eddie Lacy, pro football player, a garage sale at his house, but he was pricing it the way like you and I would at our house. This guy like bought like cans of soup from Eddie, which I don't know why he would do that. What? Right? What? I mean, how are you? I mean, what is that going? That's never. That's not gonna. I guess if you're that big of a Packers fan, and he was doing this in Wisconsin, where yeah. he's like, so I don't know. If, did he get traded? Did, did they move off of Eddie Lacy? Is that is that the deal? I don't know. That must be the deal. I don't know why else a professional football player would look to have a, a garage sale. I can't imagine he needs the money. Yeah, it's to Seattle now. See, this is the... Is he sticking his finger back up at the organization? It's kind of funny. That's kind of funny. God, I hope I'm not looking at a crystal ball in my future here. Well, yeah. I don't have a whole lot. <laughs> hey, dude, hey, you could buy stuff from the Stansberry show. I have to wonder, I mean, if he's selling stuff for, I mean, $20 for a lamp, it sounds expensive to me for garage sale prices. $2 here sounds right to me. It does, dude. You're buying used good crap, dude. You're buying used stuff. Yeah, but stuff. he probably has really nice lamps. That's what I was going to say is I wonder what he bought those for. Those had to be. A couple I mean, hundred dollars, probably, more, if not more. Right, and, 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 and this goes much like Halloween. Um, you want to go to garage sales in rich neighborhoods. You don't want to go to garage sales in, in you know, Shore Block. You don't want to be down there doing that, dude. You need to go up to Jackson. You need to go up to North Canton. That's where they got the good stuff at garage sales. Same with Goodwills, dude. If you're going to go, quote, unquote, thrifting, dude, go to a rich neighborhood. Go to a nice neighborhood. Yeah, right. don't, don't go to that Goodwill on Tusk, man. It's going to be a bad time for everybody. That's actually, that's actually not far off. I mean, let's be honest, though. If LeBron did this, you would so be at LeBron's house. Oh, dude, your boy would be at LeBron's house with the checkbook out. LBJ, whatever you want to charge me, homie. No, of course I would. There's no there's no doubt I would. If you could that. buy one thing from LeBron's house, what would it be? Ah, Mattress? What would I buy? <laughs> um, no, I mean, obviously, I'd want to buy something like game related. I'd want to buy something Cavaliers related. But if I was going to buy something like household related, Whatever it was, it would go on the mantle. Even if it was a can of soup, even if it was like something as stupid as a lamp, that would be like the lamp in my house, where there would be yep. like there would be like a uh, a shrine to LBJ. I'm trying to think of a celebrity. Well, you have every goddamn kiss thing on the face of the planet. Yeah. One of your prized possessions in life is a kiss garbage can with Gene Simmons on the picture. You're telling me you wouldn't buy Gene Simmons' garbage can? I uh, if. Yeah, if Paul Stanley had a garage sale, I would go. I, I would probably go to that. And he's a painter. He does paintings. Maybe I'd buy one of the paintings. He's not the worst at that, actually. Some of his paintings are pretty good. Not all of them, but some of them are pretty good. I would maybe do that. I would obviously look to buy anything guitar-related from Kiss I could get my hands on I would want. But outside of that, I can't imagine there's another, like... Oh... Uh, like, if Jack Nicholas did this, yeah, I would want to buy some Nicholas gear. John Daly, Let's see what, what maybe what he had. Yeah, maybe some of the all-time great golfers. If they were to do this, I would want something. But again, it would be all sport related. Like I don't care about their soup 
which I would imagine that's all Jack Nicholas has in his house now because he's like ninety. Well, you know, I'm looking at some of these pictures from the uh, from the the Eddie Lacy garage sale, and there's a ton of like cleats and stuff like that, and and you know, obviously it's going to be sports related, but you wouldn't buy a lamp from anybody. There's not one like, dude. Yeah, I mean, like, if, dude, if Rob Lowe's selling a blender, you're not buying that blender from Rob Lowe. All right, I'd probably buy a lot of Rob Lowe stuff. I don't know why, but I got a little... I've always had a little man crush on Rob Lowe. I started watching The West Wing again, actually. I hear Eddie Lacy's donating these proceeds to charity. That's cool. Yeah, obviously, you can't keep that money. No, he's not allowed. No, 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 no. Dude, in 2017, he's not allowed to keep that money. That's crazy. Good for him. Good for him. Yeah, yeah, I'd probably rummage through Paul Stanley's garage sale. Yeah. There's other musicians for sure. You know what? It, honestly, for as much as people like hate record producers and like those guys, like I don't know if people are gonna know who the, these guys are. But if like Jimmy Iovine, who's like a world famous record producer, if he had a garage sale, I'd probably want to go through that. A lot of old Tom Petty and the Heartbreaker stuff gonna be in there. Of course, yeah, and probably like a baggie of coke too. <laughs> so yeah. like, you go start buying rich people's stuff. Who knows what you end but up? But like with. Bob Rock, Eddie Kramer, Jimmy Iovine, if all like my favorite record producers of like yesteryear, if they were all to do this, I would definitely go there because of all like the classic rock stuff I'd be able to get my hands on. I'd be very interested to do that. There's not a lot of football players that would be rushed to do this, but I, yeah. but I know a lot of guys would. A lot of a lot of sports nuts would. I got LeBron James, and I got John Cena. Those are the only two I'm going. Can you imagine the jorts you could go through in the Cena collection, the Cena Spring and Summer collection, 2017, all jorts all over. Here's the problem with Cena's <laughs> garage sale is that you got to go to multiple garage sales because he doesn't sell these shirts. He doesn't have no shirts. All he's got is the shorts. We got $1,000. We're going to get you hooked up right now. You know what I mean? And so it's always going to be those guys. It's, it, it, that's the way the perception is going to be. That's who's going to herald them. That's just the way that's going to be. And let's be honest, Kyrie Irving, pretty damn good. Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, there was I think there were points in this series. He was kind of flat um, games two and three in particular. But last night, man, I mean, he was dynamic in the fourth quarter, just just going crazy. Um, But I I, I think it's worth noting, too, that the American Eagle, Kyle Korver, was just huge, man. Just huge. Coming up, coming up up with defensive plays, coming up with crazy assists. So, like, eh, it'd just be interesting to see who else uh, who else on that on that team is, is doing their job. Well. Be interesting to see what Scott has to say. We'll talk to him at eight twenty. There's a guy who's fighting for his right to show his penis in court. Okay, and he is accused of killing his girlfriend, and right. he's claiming that she died as a result of suffocating due to oral sex. So he wants to be able to show his penis in in court, even oh, though he okay. had he had. Admitted to his friend, I choked her. I choked Francesca, he said. Now, his lawyer saying, he said he choked her. He never said he strangled her. Those mean different things there, right? Yeah. Okay. He also texted the same friend, said, my meds are making me crazy. I can't function. Thank you. Followed by another that said, if I need to come to your house, I will drive. I need time to think. I did something terrible. Now, that's how you're going to feel about this if somebody died in your bed. Okay? But... Apparently, Dr. Ronald White, an expert witness in Broward County, will testify that her death is consistent with being accidentally sexually asphyxiated during oral sex, meaning he blocked her airway via penis and she died. So he wants to show his, 
Well, he wants to be able to show his penis in court to kind of prove his case, which doesn't necessarily make sense because you could do this and choke somebody and block the airway with a small penis if you were forcefully putting it in. <laughs> All right, and we'll just end that sentence there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what? The end of that I'm going to back off that a little bit. <laughs> okay. But if you were forcefully doing this to somebody, you could obviously choke them out. I, yeah, I mean, I, I would assume so. I, I don't think that, well, I mean, I guess if it was like micro penis we're talking about, maybe there would be an issue. But right. standard operating penis there, I, I think you'd, you'd be able to do it. Yeah, the autopsy did not show any signs of trauma or bru- uh, bruises to her neck, meaning that you know nothing outwardly looked like he was physical to her in that manner. Well, then that certainly you know lends lends credibility to his argument there. Her body was in the early stages of uh, of decomposing. This was because she had been dead for about eight to twenty four hours before detectives discovered her on a bed. Her body was covered by a sheet. Um, apparently, he had informed his lawyer. And then his lawyer contacted police. Does that make him look guilty? No. If, dude, if you're the kind of person who has like a lawyer, like who has one, not just like, oh, well, it's court appointed or whatever the case is there. Let, yeah, let me call the guy on the bus board. Yeah. If you have somebody that is your legal representation, I'm sure they tell you in any circumstance like that, you need to get me involved immediately. I don't think that, I don't think that, I don't think that makes him look guilty. What makes him look guilty doesn't necessarily mean that he is. I, I, I would say anytime you, you get involved with a cop, you should call your lawyer. I wonder what a cop would tell me i wonder if a cop would tell me to call us first and then contact your lawyer or what the i wonder what the protocol is there reporting of a dead body i mean i don't have a lawyer right i i mean i i if i needed a lawyer right now honestly for something like this i'd be like i don't know what to do i mean i have no idea who the lawyer in canton is for like hey i accidentally choked somebody to death in bed <laughs> at that point at that point you are calling the guy on the billboard you're googling it and finding yeah. it but it, like i said if you're if you have somebody that you deal with on a regular basis i'm sure it is procedure that like no always contact me first i i would have to assume now here's the other twist of the story that i found very interesting Okay. Again, I don't think he has to show his penis in court because let's be honest, you could do this with a four inch penis. Right. I mean, you could do this with really any body part. I'm sure you could use your fingers. Why does this guy want to show his penis so bad? Like, no, dude, wait till you guys see this. I think he thinks that that, that the pure size of it will be like people are going to go, oh, well, yeah, I guess that would do it. A man with a dong that big, how could he ever be guilty? You know what I mean? It's like, uh, I'm willing to bet, you know, somebody's going to bring up the porn thing. Like, well, those girls are doing that just fine. Right. They seem to outlength you there. Right. Probably not. Right. I've seen a throated episode before. I I mean, it's about here's the other thing. You couldn't tell at any point during the act that she was close to not being able to breathe properly. I mean, that's going to affect her performance at some point, right? At some point. Which, that's what I'm going to be concerned about. Like, why are you getting worse at this? Oh, yo, oh, because I'm almost killing you. Um, But I, I, I think maybe you're looking at that as maybe this wasn't so much about her performance so much as a throat effing, I think is what they call it, <laughs> if that's what it is. And breath play is a part of things. Maybe he's the kind. Is no, that a real thing or did you just invent that? They're the kind of couple who like you know well yeah because like you put like your hand over freaking she can't breathe yeah so like that's a part of it okay. so it's not necessarily i mean obviously we're talking about some like dirty kinky stuff here it's not like this is just like you know missionary lights lights off shirt on but i mean it could have been doing you know freaky things
things. That's, that's what they were into. Yeah, okay, sure, yeah. But you still didn't know she was close to the point of, I mean, let's be honest, okay? And I got to be, I got to... <laughs> I got to try to keep this as inbounds as I possibly can. But we have both, obviously not together, have engaged in this tour, this type of okay. sextivity, right? Okay. And haven't you known that in the moment, like, this is getting a little far here and that I, I should worry about... Mascara's running down the face, snot bubbles coming out. I mean. always say, once mascara runs, you gotta... Let's tone it down just a, just a smidge. Some people have a different line. I know, line. that's me. Some people have a different line. I know, line. people have different lines, that's for sure. But I'm saying, you know the human body, though, before it dies, right? I, I would think... You would think... This sounds like a convenient excuse, is my point. You would think that, if nothing else her body would react to like, oh my God, I'm about to die. I'm going to struggle to get this guy off of me. I'm going to bite it. I'm going to do something to, to you right. know, to, to save Safe myself. Safe word it. Right. Well, it's hard to say for it. I, oh, Although, yeah. It'd be, well, it'd be hard to bite with something that far back into your... Ah, but at least you can bite it off, right? I mean, at least you can... And if you really just bit down on it, then what are you going to... All right, before you cause too many car crashes, <laughs> dude's just veering off the sides of the road at the, the pure thought of that. We have Ohio Championship Wrestling tickets. That event is this Saturday. Uh, that's the 13th. Where is this again? The J. Babe Stern Community Center. Yeah, that's, uh, that event is Saturday night, Ohio Championship Wrestling. Let's take caller 15 right now, 1-800-243-7625, and we'll be right back with more Stansbury Show. Hang on, for Christ's sake. It's not University of Phoenix telling you this. This yeah. is MIT. This is pretty pretty legit. Yeah, here. exactly. That's not, we did this in our underwear from a, from a laptop. Like, right. no, they had to go to class to learn that. Right. I just, I could never, I could never do it. I would never, I mean, obviously, and let's be honest, I, I, they're being pretty vague here. Yeah, it can help you fight off HIV. I right, doubt it. Right, right. <laughs> I doubt it, right? Like, let's be honest, HIV, pretty serious there. I don't think eating snot's going to take care of it. Now, building up your immune system during cold season and stuff like that, I could see how that could maybe work. Yes, you know, and obviously, like the concept of you know exposing your kids to stuff, like you know when when, when you get chicken pox, it's right. like, well, hey, we're gonna have a chicken pox party that way they all get it, and then then they all you know they're not going to get it again. Um, I I, I mean, I, it makes sense to me. It does. Like, it sounds gross, but it sounds like you know it, logically that would that would all work. I don't get grossed out by a lot. As a matter of fact, I, I'm one of these people. Like, I love gross out videos, like the pimple popping videos and all that kind of stuff. Like, I always watch all that stuff online, right? Wow. So I don't get grossed out a lot. But like, if I'm in traffic and I look over and somebody's picking their nose, like that doesn't necessarily get to me because I'm like, all right, well, we all kind of every now and again you got to get up in there, got to get after it, right? Like, right. Sometimes and that happens. You're in a private moment there. You don't know if somebody's watching. You're just picking your nose. But if you stick then your finger into your mouth, it's like even saying it like makes my yeah. body kind of cringe and tighten. I have to like chair wiggle and as I, I'm talking about it. I just find it to be really gross. I, I think there's a difference in boogers too. Like some snot's just grosser than the other ones, and moisture has a big part to do of that. Where it's like if you got a little bit of dryness in your nose, it's like that's not that gross. But like if it's like snot and like you're pulling it out and they're slimy, yeah, that's kind of gross. I actually, um, I really, uh, that's a very satisfying moment. When like when what's up in there is a little right. crusty and hard, right. and you get up in there and you kind of like 
yank it out of there and it feels like you like lodged it loose. I don't it's very satisfying that moment. A little bit of eye water, but it feels good. Yeah. Like, yeah and if yeah. you feel and I don't know, it's like I don't maybe I just don't maybe I haven't done enough in life because that feels like an accomplishment at that moment. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm victory laughing like, "Yeah, I got it all, man. Look at this." Um I, yes, it's gross, but like I don't know, like the the thought of eating boogers and like and when I was a kid, I don't think like anybody was like, "Oh, there's Fanta on the booger." kid but at the same time i mean i know i definitely like i've never done this i know i've definitely i know i've definitely done it and i i I would say that there's got to be at least a little bit of like that's probably your body as a kid saying like don't give up that good bacteria eat that that's i mean that's probably why so many kids do it like that's i mean kids will pick up legos and put them in their mouth though. well yeah but i mean i i think there's probably at least somewhat of like a human nature element of like dude you should do this like really like like it's it's probably like in your body like this is you're, you're supposed to do that i mean yeah kids will kids will kids will pick up like a seven-year-old will pick up a lego and put it in its mouth but they're not picking up poop and putting it in your mouth you know don't eat poop when it comes to boogers it's like eh, maybe. do i eat it do eh, i not eat maybe, it maybe you know so you think it's built in yeah i think there's probably a little bit of like you know uh, biology working all right that. i mean you're getting in the direction of sound science that you just made up so, <laughs> you know what i mean i guess i can't totally knock it no i'm not trying to make the case of like yo dude blow your nose and then just lick it clean like just lick you know lick, lick that kleenex God, is that gross? but you know I, I i i definitely think maybe i'll uh maybe i'll put this into practice maybe i'll give it a shot oh see i could never do it i couldn't i mean it just feels wrong and a little kid rockish. Oh, yeah, I hate I to mean, say that as he just got added to the concert for Legends, but it's a little WT, little white trash. I, I don't think anybody's looking at booger eaters like, dude, you guys are the classiest. You guys are the cream of the crop oh, around dude, this just establishment. The, the thought of it just makes me like ill because it just seems so juvenile. Yes. It doesn't feel like something an adult should do. Yes. Do you feel like when you smell your floss, do you feel like that's an adult move? No, I kind of know that's me being an idiot. <laughs> I did it this morning, by the way. It was awesome. It was like the first thing I did when I woke up this morning. I like woke up. And you know how sometimes you wake up and you can kind of like taste your night breath and it's like, yeah. wow, is that bad? I kind of had one of those moments and I went and I got the dental floss first thing this morning before I got dressed for work. And I was. I was just like sniffing it in my bathroom, just like a junkie, <laughs> just like wanting more of it I, I know it's gross i know it's weird see here's the thing about like admitting stuff like that yeah. about yourself on the radio is that once upon a time i had worked with a guy who would did all that uh, who would admit all that stuff and i forgot that he was already married yeah that's a huge difference <laughs> you know there. what i mean and like i admit all this stuff and i'm not already married so like i'm out there going yeah i don't know why nobody will marry me <laughs> And it's like, well, maybe it's because you talk about how you do this every day. Um, I, I think one of the things you got to think here, too, is when you clear your nose, snot's going into your stomach anyway. That's not all going down into your lungs. Like, boogers are going into your stomach. There's got to be some, like, some nasal drippage in there where, where, where you're swallowing boogers on the regular anyway. So I'm not too freaked out about this, dude. I, okay, that's accidental drips, and that's what, you know, <laughs> what happens. That's inside my body. I can't control all of that. It's just... Like, all right, obviously I've picked my nose. I right. talked about how, like, you know, mining for the gold there, you can get, you know, it can be satisfying and all that. But, like, the thought of, like, what's underneath my fingernail at that point, like, I have to, like, run to the bathroom and, like, then wash my hands. 
Well, dude, it's just gross. Yes, I mean, yes, you're getting into gross territory. Um, it's not as gross as other bodily fluids. This would probably be if it was like, hey, boogers. If Eat honestly, your booger or drink your urine. Oh, boogers for sure. Boogers for sure. Boogers I, over anything, I think. Really? Boogers over vomit. Yeah. Boogers Wait. over. F- yeah. Boogers over fecal matter, obviously. Yeah. Boogers over urine. What else? And All right, here's the thing. Semen? I, I, okay, well, yes, definitely that one. I, uh, I've, I have accidentally drank the urine. Oh, God. Oh, don't tell this, dude. This, you were just talking about, I can't find a wife. I can't find a wife. Well, I have accidentally drank the urine. Here, tell the story. <laughs> and here's the thing. You know it's urine right away. You know for sure right away. It's like, oh, yeah, that's right. That's what that is. But to be honest with you, Depending on what the, all right, so what it was is I was living like on the third floor of a house. Bathroom was all the way down on like, uh, you know, underneath the first floor. I was lazy, didn't feel like going down there. Just adding floors. I was on the seventh (laughs) floor. This thing was a high rise. It was Slab Ranch. Okay. And no, but I was was up on the third floor. I didn't feel like walking all the way downstairs to go to the bathroom. And an empty bottle up there went to the bathroom and it woke up in the middle of the night, thought it was still what I was drinking before I went to sleep, accidentally took a swig, urine, awful. It has, I mean, believe me, it has its own taste. Oh, for sure. It it has its own, like, whoa. (laughs) Like, it was like, that was like an eye-opening experience right away. You didn't mistake it for Gatorade, right? No. I wasn't like, this has gone maybe bad and drank more of it. No, it was like immediately you knew right away. And having done that, see, I I feel like my answer is a little shaded because I know what's on the other side. Having done that, as long as it wasn't like a pint glass full of urine, I may may go urine over booger of things that have to be in my mouth. No, thank you, dude. I think booger over anything. Give give me the snot. Is that right? Yeah. Even runny snot. Yeah, over 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 urine. Yeah, I feel like urine pretty gross. Pee's gross, poops gross, all that stuff gross. I, I mean, I I I I can't think of anything coming out of my own body that would be better than boogers. Okay, there's one more. Licking sweat from an armpit or ah. eating a booger. Ah. <laughs> I'm licking not my, your armpit. I'm licking my girlfriend's armpit or eating my own boogers. <laughs> It is so gross. Uh, I'm probably eating my own boogers. Overlooking somebody else's armpit? Yeah. Yeah, I'm eating my own boogers. Dude, what a crazy twisted wheel of death this is. This is just awful. I you know, I, I say this a lot on this program. I hope it's as enjoyable to listen to as it is to do. I really do. If it's half as much fun to listen to as it is to do, we're all winning. All right. Speaking of you winning, you're uh, well. You're about to win yourself a thousand dollars. That's next on Rock 106.9 on Canton's Rock Station, Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show, where you can win yourself a thousand dollars with our Workday Double Pay. Your next keyword happens at eight ten this morning. Thousand dollars up for grabs. Simply by texting in the keyword. Payday seems like a far way away too. Yeah, I said to Phantom when I got here this morning. I was like, dude, I wish it was payday today, but it's not until Friday. No. So if you want $1,000 today, make it a lot easier to get to Friday. I always say there's no rule that says you can't send it back to us. There's no rule that says you have to. Terms and conditions, nothing. No, no, you're allowed to send it back. Okay. If you feel like being nice. It's like the 50-50 raffle. You split it with Stansberry there. I like it. Here's the thing. We both walk away with 500 bucks, yeah. and we're both still in, in the wind column. Yeah. If you ask me. I don't believe police have caught this guy yet. This this seems like this was about a week ago out of Perry. 
where uh, a man went through the drive-through window at the Arby's. Right. To rob it at gunpoint. Apparently, he just like opened the drive-through window, <laughs> crawled through, was wearing blue jeans, tennis shoes, a hooded sweatshirt, and a mask over his face. Thought you were going to say to get a Jamocha shake and some curly fries, no. but but no, that's not what he went to the Arby's. That's an odd for. height and angle to get in something at. Yeah, I, I saw the video. Fox 8 was playing it earlier in the weekend, and he just like pulls himself up and into it. It's not like he drove a car up. Like he just comes up, the windows, you know, open. Like he's able to open it and just pulls his body up, goes right into it. I would be worried about being able to do that that fast. You think you'd get stuck? I'm not even stuck. Just it's like I just like the awkwardness of trying to get over the hurdle of the window itself. I'd have the gun. It'd accidentally go off. I'd shoot myself in the stomach. Stand Wouldn't even know. Couldn't feel it. Stansberry like Winnie the Pooh. Half in, half out. Half out. Get himself out. Rabbit's pushing him in the back. Stuck in the honey pot. (laughs) Can't get my way out of there. I would. I would be worried about the the quickness of that. Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously, a fast food place is a decent enough place to rob. You know, they're going to have money. They're going to have money, yeah. But they're going to do drops. Like, people always think, like, oh, my God, all the money from lunchtime is still there. And it's like, no, there's a safe, you idiot. Like, like, they're not just keeping ten thousand dollars worth of sales just kicking it in the cash register when i worked retail anything over 200 of what we gave you to start the day out yeah. you take 200 dollars, put it in an envelope drop it in the safe right I mean, and still, so i would imagine those are going to be similar decent amount of cash there um uh, employees who aren't necessarily going to be they're not going to care they're not going to care and just take it they're dude. not going to be prepared they're going right. to be like all right dude whatever i'm just slicing up roast beef back here and nobody trained me how to like disarm you right um but the fact that he went through that window and like he almost seemed calm about it in the video that I saw and I just wonder it's like well is that an inside job does this guy have some sort of like working knowledge of Arby's maybe but but, but it's not like it's not like one fast food's different from, from places different from the other they're all set up the same they're probably all you know the, the offices are in comparable places and like I don't know this guy could have just been some bum off, you know, some. some yeah, he grabbed an undisclosed amount of cash, is what they're calling it. And I've, as far as I know, the police have not caught him as of yet. That's some negative news. We do have some positive news for uh, the area as the weather's starting to get a little bit better. Thank God. I haven't yes. played golf in like a week. I'm losing it. Um, that the Canton Summer Festival Guide is now available, and uh, I'm reading this from visitcanton.com. There's some cool stuff going on, including Vintage Canton. That's May 25th, Central Plaza in downtown. Uh, they are describing that as a sophisticated downtown Ooh. gathering, which means I'm probably not allowed to go. No. Offering distinctive center city charm alongside live music, vibrant art exhibits, and of course, quality local wine. That's one of those things I'll send my girlfriend to. She'll be like, babe, do you want to go? And I'll be like, no, I'll go with your friends. You'll have a better time. Canton Greek Fest. That'll be good. There That'll be go. really good. June 8th through the 10th. Uh, at one of the uh, Greek Orthodox churches, obviously. Canton Blues Fest, I know that's a big one. Uh, I remember hosting that the first year we were down here, June yeah. 9th and 10th. That'll be downtown Canton as, uh, as well. And uh, this, oh, yeah, I want to go to this, the Stark County Italian American Festival. Those are always really good. I like you know Italian sausage sandwiches and meatball sandwiches, that whole thing. I'll love that. That is uh, June 15th through the 17th, downtown Canton. A lot of cool stuff coming this summer to downtown. There's so many people who want to gripe about Canton, and there's nothing to do. I hate this town. And it's like, well, dude, if you got off your ass and went to things, if you went and were a part of the community, you would have something like to do. Like we always say, if you're the kind of person who thinks that there's nothing to do, I could pick you up, drop you in in Los Angeles, and two months into living in L.A., you'd be like, there's nothing to do here, because you've already done the 10 things you were going to do. 
Like you, if you can't find the things to do, it's because you're not expanding your parameters far enough. I know everyone wants to say, like, dude, I, I just live in a boring city, or are you a boring person? And if you are, that's fine. Like, yeah, that's fine. If I'm you, not knocking it. Do if it. You, if you just want to sit around and do nothing all day, that's fine. But then don't knock the city that there's nothing to do when you decide not to partake in anything. And I this mean, is obviously all leading up to the Pro Football Hall of Fame Enshrinement Week, powered by Johnson Controls. That oh, will yeah. be obviously August. Third through the sixth, and if you have not heard, Kid Rock has been added to the concert for Legends uh, featuring Toby Keith. So my guess is Toby still headlines. Kid Rock kind of warms crowd up. I don't know how they're going to play those cards. It's got to be that way. You can't have Toby as your announcement, then need to add a performer, and then have him headline, right? Twin spin it, dude. Get them both out there same time. Kid Rock up first, maybe, but also I want Kid Rock out there closing oh, the show they'll do a, Yeah, they'll do something together in that set, I would imagine. If you've never seen Kid Rock live, he's really good. Even if you don't like Kid Rock, which, I mean, I like Kid Rock, but I'm not like, dude, Kid Rock the man. But, dude, he's really, really alive. He's totally a showman. Like, there's as soon as you see him, you're like, oh, this is how you got popular. Him and Fred Durst have that in common. Where it's when you finally go see them, you're like, oh, this is why you became a thing, because you really do have star power. One of the things that we talked about when they first made this announcement of Kid Rock is like, well, the guy definitely has some songs that are a little bit rough around the edges. Um, but with him and Toby, so did Aerosmith. With him and Toby Keith being up there together, I wonder if they're going to say, like, guys... This is not a political show. You know, the NFL had to tell Lady Gaga, like, Lady Gaga, this is not a political show. Go up there and do your thing. I wonder if they're going to have that same conversation. Oh, with them. yes. Yes, is the answer. You can't leave certain things up to fate. You can't be like, well, they know better, right? Like, they, you can't do that. Kid Rock and Toby Keith know better? I like, exactly. There's part of that. And I don't want to dig this back up, but given the fact that it was perceived that they had bumbled the game last year, this whole thing has to be buttoned up this year. Indeed it does. That's why it's one of the reasons why Guns N' Roses wasn't being considered. And, and I said this many, many times. You can't leave this concert up to Axel. He's just shown in his career a lack of respect to authority. And this thing needs to go off without a hitch this year, given what happened last year. And given the push they're going to make to get the draft here, they have to show that they're capable of having a perfect Hall of Fame weekend. We can do this and nothing will go wrong. We're on our game. Absolutely. And that's why you had to get home runs. And Toby, whether you like him or not, he'll show up, he'll be there on time, he'll give you your allotted songs, and it'll be a good show. And Kid Rock is a professional. But yes, have they been told, let's not make this about social policy and things that are going on in the country. Let's just sing American Badass and, you know, Made in America. Yes. Are they going to both play on the flag and, like, American and, like, that whole thing? That's their brand. Yeah, playing playing patriotic ain't nothing wrong with that. No. I'm, I'm saying going, going political. Yeah, I doubt you'll hear any of that. And honestly, I think it's smarter. I think people are... Even people who want change in the politics of the country today, I think um, if you were to ask most people honestly, they're on, and I'm guessing here, their answer would be like, dude, just get politics out of my sports. I think they would want it that way. I really do. But I could be wrong about that. But I, my guess is, yeah, the Pro Football Hall of Fame doesn't want that up there. We have $1,000 and you need it, so let's get you hooked up right now. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. We have another $1,000 to get you hooked up with. We'll do that 9-10 this morning, your next keyword for Rock 106.9's Workday Double Pay. Now, however, he joins us every Monday. Is Scott from Winning for Next Year. My man, how are you? Good. I like the intro music. It's uh, 
pretty apropos. How are you guys? Uh, we're doing very well. Obviously, Cavaliers swept again yesterday. They uh, took care of the Raptors. And I believe it was DeMar DeRozan said, well, we would have won two had we had LeBron James on our team. <laughs> and, and that's a great point because I think um, it's long been suggested that LeBron can make any team in the NBA a playoff team. And I would I, I would maintain that that's probably true given the fact that he took a, a Cavs roster. I think it was, what, 07? It was like him and nobody uh, you know, to the finals. Now they got swept by the Spurs, but I mean, he still, he made it all the way to the NBA finals with like him and like a bunch of scrubs. So I take DeRozan's point there. Um, but I think that the West has been oversold to us a little bit because Golden State's going to blow through that just the way uh, LeBron and company has blown through the Eastern side of this, right? Well, first, all due respect to Drew Gooden and that 07 team. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But the, yeah, <laughs> the yeah, uh, I, I kind of hate Drew Gooden. That's a personal thing, and you know we're not going to get into it. But yeah, it, it's woman related, and I hate Drew Gooden. No, that's understandable. I I just like him because he should have been Carlos Boozer, but he was the guy they picked up when when Boozer skipped town to try and be that that kind of pseudo yes. Boozer, and it just didn't work out as as planned. But I mean, DeRozan's quote is, I mean, that that is the quote of the of the postseason thus far, right? Sure. It's it's one of those. You know, he, the two, two games ago, it was, I'll give 100 bucks to anybody who can figure out a way to help me stop LeBron James. And then, you know, game four, it's like, well, we would have won had we had that guy too. And I think there's a lot of teams in the NBA, to your point, who could have said that over the last couple of years. But it's also very reminiscent of the, you know, 90s when, you know, oh, we would have won if, if we had Michael Jordan. I mean, how many, how many, you know, I hate to, you know, you know, say like Kingslayer or something like that, but how many quality superstars like Carl Malone and Charles Barkley and, you know, Clyde Drexler couldn't win when he was at Portland, had to be in, you know, Houston, and Jordan had to retire for two years for some of these guys to, to get, a, get a crack at the title. And I think point. it's very, very similar to what's going on now. You have a team like Toronto that added, what, $80 million in salary this year to try and be better defensively against a guy like LeBron. And, and then they get swept. So it just goes to show that there's not much you can do to stop a guy that's playing at the top of his game despite being 32 years old. What it shows me is that the CBA was ridiculous in the NBA. And that these average and now athletes are now $150, guy, or $150 million guys, and for what? Because they can't win. So why are we giving all these dudes, these medium roster guys, $150 million contracts for what? You can't do anything. Can't win. Like yeah, I mean, well, they can, they can win 50, 60 games in the regular season. You know what I mean? And that's and you and you're seeing it almost with Boston right now. I mean, they were supposed to be the team that could potentially take down LeBron and the Cavs, and nope. you know they got the number one seed. And Brad Stevens is the best coach ever, and and they just won their first playoff series, by the way. You know, <laughs> this this past this, you know a couple weeks ago, and are are being demolished. Right. By, by a Washington Wizards team that, if not for a, a fourth-quarter collapse you know, in two straight games, would have, would have swept them. And, but again, you have teams that are constructing themselves to try and take down the Cavs, and in, in order to even give themselves a shot, they have to give these guys that much money, but it just goes to show that, I mean, the, the only, what's, what's the other option? Don't pay anybody until LeBron retires? I mean, yes. there's, there's, not, there's not many other ways outside of hoping father time is on your side and you can you construct a team that can be ready in like maybe two to three years but like right now to your point dan it's almost like a fool's errand to be giving these guys this right. much money 
when all they do is win your regular season games and then you know you're you're still sitting at home come early May. If any if I owned an NBA team right now and an agent called me and was like threatening me over well my player is going to leave I'd be like leave you can't beat LeBron I you're not worth if you can't beat LeBron you're not worth the money. I would just I would, and I would I would like roster a team full of bums until the guy left. Hey, you get into that conversation with Tom Brady. You get into that conversation like like Scott was saying with with Jordan and the Bulls right there. And 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 I mean I can remember that Cavs team that couldn't get over on Jordan. I, I just being so frustrated because they were so good and they really had good. such they had such potential to actually win that title. Right, but they couldn't couldn't be, do it because Michael was standing right there. And you know you can celebrate regular season wins all you want to, but obviously. The legacies aren't written on regular season wins. And, and I think that takes me to the next point there. Obviously, LeBron has 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 flipped the switch, is what they call it. And over the last 11 playoff games that he's been in, it has just been dynamic. Is this the best LeBron James that we've ever seen before? Yeah. I, I, you know, it, it's, it, we, we, there's so many to compare it to. You know, the, the second season in Miami was, was insanely efficient, insanely good. The way he carried the Cavs, uh, two years ago with, with all the injuries and he had to pretty much lead everything, you know, statistically. Um, but efficiency is where I think he, he's, he kind of has a leg up in, in, you know, in this one. You know, I, I won't right. say this is the best, but the guy's shooting nearly 50% from three. He's shooting 83% from the free throw line and, you know, north of, I think, 55% from the field. I mean, that, the, those kind of numbers are, are incredible for a guy like LeBron who, at this age, many thought he would become a power forward, almost be a stretch four. Right. And and he is taking guys off the ball. He's shooting from 27, 28 out. He's, he's, he's running pick and rolls to get matchups he wants and then just busting guys in their face. I mean, Serge Ibaka is, again, the, the defensive stopper, you know, quote-unquote, for Toronto. How many times have we seen LeBron get a switch just to get Serge on him and then drain a three right in his face? I mean, there's... He's, all, he's toying with guys right now. He decided yeah. for a stretch of a game in game three to start shooting left-handed. I mean, I've never seen anything like that just in the middle of a game to, to be so bored that you're going to like, oh, I'm going to work on my left today. And in the middle of a game, not a practice or not a shoot-around, in the middle of a game, just decided he was going to start being a lefty. And, I mean, those kind of things are, are incredible when you, when, you, when you put it all into perspective. LeBron is the, probably the only player that could beat LeBron. Like, 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 like that's the thing that makes him so amazing. And um, it, it, obviously, I feel like they're just going to march through the next team, too. I mean, they might not sweep it, but we're, what are we talking, five games max, maybe six, if we're, if we're going to get really crazy. Out of these two last series, um, having you know, only played the eight games, if I was to take LeBron off the roster, who was the MVP for the Cavaliers? Uh, if, you're, if you're taking all eight games, yeah. probably Kyrie Irving. Um, you know, he, he wasn't shooting very well in a couple of these instances, but the, the dude took over yesterday. I mean, they, it was, it was arguably the closest game against Toronto all series. And then he rattled off 11 straight points. Um, I think the stat was LeBron or Kyrie Irving scored or assisted on 92 of the 109 points. Jeez. And I mean, when you, when you take that into, you know, account, I think it's tough to not put it on Irving's shoulders. I mean, you had guys who stepped up huge. Kyle Korver yeah, on both ends of the floor, you know, came up big in games three and four. Um, you know, Kevin Love had a huge first quarter the other night. I mean, you have guys who have stepped up in their moments, and that's what makes this team so tough to beat is because even Chang Fry hit 18 the other night. Um, 
it's just really, really tough. And I know the LeBron's the ultimate equalizer, but this team is clicking, you know, from a role player standpoint. Um, and you, you hate to consider Kyrie Irving a role player, but you know, if you have the, you know, the alpha dog in LeBron, you know, you, you need him to just step up in times. And one of the more underrated stats is he's averaging eight and a half assists, you know, over the, over the playoffs. Yeah, and impressive. that's, that's something that we haven't seen from him. And it's, it's a bit of a new Kyrie. And I think it's kind of dangerous when you, you know, if you're another team, and you think if you could just stop him from scoring, that's one thing. But the, the guy is facilitating the offense as well. He has developed into, I think, one of the most clutch players in the NBA. Even when he's not having a great shooting night, when it comes to a big moment, there's nobody I want the ball with more than Kyrie. And that's saying something because you have LeBron James on your team. But if it comes down to final shot. Shooting the jumper, yeah, give me I'm, Kyrie. I'm, giving, I'm taking Kyrie yeah. Irving. I don't know if it's a me genetic too. thing. or I don't know if it's as he's gotten older. I don't know where this has came from. But the dude is just unbelievable. Clutch. Well, the shot in Game Seven last year oh, helps. Sure, yeah, it, yeah, you know. that helps. But I'm with you. I, I do. I, I think late in the game, put the ball in Kyrie's hands. It seems. It seems to be that you know the, the Cavs have a pretty good grasp on who they are and how they're playing right now. Um, and the depth of the Cavaliers this year, I feel like is 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 definitely something to be celebrated. But one of the things that they keep talking about, LeBron said it yesterday. Kevin Love said it as well. Is that we have another level? Like we're ready to kind of you know uh, amp up here. I mean, how do the Cavs get better? Uh, you know, I don't know, to be honest. Um, you know, we really haven't seen a game since Indiana where all three of the big three were just dominating. Um, you know, I think you can have a, you can have a game like that. Um, you can have, I think the, the thing that the Cavs need to, if they can get better, it's avoiding the runs. It's avoiding, it's avoiding the you know you saw it yesterday against Boston you know Washington went out like a 26-0 run you know if you can if you can you know avoid those kind of things that you know where you're up 12 up 13 and then you let the other team creep back into like four or five if you can get away from that I think you become you know this is going to sound you know obvious but you're really tough to beat when you when you don't allow teams to go go on eight to twelve you know straight you know straight point runs there so I think if they can do that. They're fine, uh, you know, or they're much better. But I still, even if they can't, I mean, basketball is a game of runs like that, and they and they rattle off enough of their own. So I mean, if, but it's it's really tough to poke holes in what they're doing right now because, like, again, you have guys like Iman Shumper going from DNP to to sixth man. You have you have Richard Jefferson who was key, a key role player in last year's championship team, not playing at all. You have a lot of those kind of things that you could fall back on. But I guess if they can stem those tides and and, av- and avoid teams going off on. You know, 10 to 12 straight points, I think you're going to be really, really tough to beat. We're talking to Scott from WaitingForNextYear.com. I want to get your take on this. Were you watching the game on television yesterday? I was. All right. So I'm sure, like most of us, you were watching the game and then, you know, checking your social media timelines while watching it. And I opened the show this morning by berating Cavs fans and calling them a bunch of sissies because I think Cavs fans are a bunch of sissies. Can you help? me sell my argument to the audience that Hubie Brown isn't pro Toronto Raptor, that he's pro selling you a reason not to turn the game off and making them sound competitive. (laughs) So somebody continues to watch a national broadcast of a team that they knew they were going to get blown out in four games and that we all know it's Golden State via Cavs, but these guys have to make us watch TV. I mean, I've never seen a fan base cry and bitch and moan worse than Cleveland in my life. Yeah, Cleveland fans have a really weird thing about commentators and officials. Um, if, if you watch, if you watch Twitter, 
in any sport. Meltdown yesterday. Um, it, it, Meltdown. It's, it's, it's at, you know, right, you're tweeting at NBA official like they're listening to you right. and, and complaining <laughs> about, you know, officials. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's like base level embarrassment. But the, the Hubie Brown thing, he, and this, uh, this is nothing new, he always roots for whoever's losing. Um, and it just so happens to be the Cavs were winning an awful lot in this series, so it just, it's going to come across like he's outwardly rooting for Toronto. Um, you know, he wants the competitive games, to your point. He wants teams at this level, at this, at this stage of the, of the postseason, to not have their doors blown off by 25 points on a national stage. Um, right. You know, so, you know, when, when DeMar DeRozan is 2 for 10 and he's an all-star and then he finally hits a shot, of course Ruby's going to go, there you go. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just little things like that. There you go doesn't mean I'm rooting for you. He's just saying, <laughs> there he That was going to be my shot. next point. It doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't mean he's sitting there wearing a DeRozan jersey while I, he's saying it. Dude, it just, um, like, Twitter just makes me so effing angry because everybody thinks they're so goddamn <laughs> smart and really they're stupid. And that's why they're stuck on Twitter and they're not Hubie Brown calling the game on TV. It's making me nuts, man. It's yeah, no, I hear you. And, you know, people, people are crazy. And everybody takes offense to everything. And I think, you know, we're, we're a little more insular to it because we are Cleveland fans. But I, I, I know people want to say, well, every fan base does it. I don't see any fan base complain about things as much as Cleveland fans do. I've never seen a bigger group of whiny crybaby sissies in my life than Cavs Twitter yesterday. Just crying over absolute nothing. So Boston, Washington currently nodded at two games apiece. Who do we face next, Scott? I, Boston's a better matchup for Cleveland. Um, I, you know, I think I think you can hide Kyrie Irving defensively, which is kind of the name of the game. Um, you know, when it comes right. to this level, uh, and you you can you can. He can. He's he's an average defender, and he can guard Isaiah Thomas. Um, okay. You know, so I mean, cause they, I mean, just because the size. I mean, the five nine on six three, Isaiah might score a lot, but that's just because he has the ball in his hands half the time. I, I just think uh, we've seen how this Cavaliers team can take care of Boston. You know, when they when they you know just like they did a couple weeks ago. Uh, Washington, I think, is much more explosive, much more athletic, much faster. They get out in transition, which is where Cleveland struggles. Um, so yeah, I think you're rooting for Boston. You're, well, first you're rooting for a seven-game series because that means the right. Cavs get ten days off, which is insane. But if if Boston can win it, I think the Cavs' chances are much better. I don't think they'll struggle against either team. You know, I think, but I think Washington has the potential to maybe steal one or two more than than Boston would. Um, but again, if you're going based on what the, the play has been, Boston's lucky to not have been swept in the series because. Washington has just been brutalizing them, you know, over the last couple of days. And I think if it wasn't for that one overtime game where Isaiah Thomas drops 50, this, this series is in a much different position. That's Scott from winningfornextyear.com. Before I let you go, I do have one Indians question for you. I heard Brantley was taken out of the game yesterday over an injury issue. Do you have any update? Do we know what's going on with Michael Brantley? Uh, ankle, which is uh, great news if you're, if you're an Indians fan. Right. Um, because if it's, if it's the shoulder... That's that, that's not good news. Uh, but it is the ankle. I think it was precautionary. He should be back. And the good news is they won one nothing without him. So hopefully they can continue to roll on, and uh, you know give us something to kind of pay somewhat attention to while the Cavs are rolling through the playoffs. Yeah, Cleveland sports undefeated yesterday. Fans still <laughs> bitching on Twitter. God, what a website. That's Scott from WaitingForNextYear.com, buddy. We'll talk to you again next Monday. All right, man. Take care. All right. A bar went a little far with their Cinco de Mayo celebration. We'll give you that next on the Stansbury. Rock 106.9. Welcome back.
back to the Sansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Win yourself a thousand dollars. Nine ten with Rock 106.9's Workday Double Pay. We'll give you your next keyword. Nine ten. Also nine thirty. Ohio Championship Wrestling tickets up for grabs as well. That event is this coming Saturday. We've been talking about the steel cage match. There's also a retirement match going down. Uh, Juice Jennings taking on Sherman Tank and what will be his final, you know, his Sherman? final entrance into the into the t- into the ring. There, yeah. Tank's Sherman gonna Tank. Tank's gonna hang it up, dude. You can retire from Ohio Championship Wrestling. Got him, dude. Yeah, you worked there 30 years. They give you your pocket watch, send you on your way right there. Maybe I should get a job there. <laughs> I, I don't believe retiring from what I'm doing is, a, is an option. No, I don't think so. I have really gone about my life in the wrong way. <laughs> what were you thinking? You should have been a pro wrestler. Got the waistline for it. <laughs> that I got. Cinco de Mayo was uh, on Friday, uh, first Friday, smashing success in downtown Canton. As a matter of fact, uh, if, you, if you missed the opening of the show this morning, I had said that I had heard a girl say, you know, I'm just so recognizable in Canton that going on a first Friday is actually more of an annoyance than it is fun. And I just thought to myself, I don't know who you are. I've never heard of you. You don't look uh, like somebody I should recognize. None of it. I just, I was like blown away by that comment. Yeah, the audacity of somebody. I mean, now granted, it's not like it's hard to be well known in Canton just because there's not that many people here, but to act like you've got like paparazzi following you to Canton first Friday, lady, shut your pie hole. <laughs> right. I just couldn't believe I heard it. Another thing I couldn't believe is what a bar in Orange County decided to do surrounding Cinco de Mayo. Hennessy's la- uh, Lounge, I believe. Okay. Anything is possible. Paul Hennessy owns the bar, and for Cinco de Mayo, he had a promotion okay. where you could climb the border wall, oh, geez. get to the top, and you got a green card, which gave you free <laughs> Thanks. Now, the inflatable wall, we've seen these before. They have them at events and stuff like that. You go to, yeah. like, you know, um, you know, Autorama and stuff. They always have things for your kids to do, and it's like one of those. Yeah, right? but this it's is an inflatable a, wall. But this is an inflatable the wall. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's got to be a difference there between, like, hey, it's a rock climbing wall and you can go do this versus, like, this is what we're going to build to keep Mexicans out of our country. It was... Th- the wall climb in permanent drinking card, which featured an illustration of a Mexican woman named Isabel Orlando, were not gross attempts to capitalize on the current political disasters, but a means for fostering dialogue, according to the bar's owner. Why would you come at it like that, dude? Just admit what you did was what it was. And the excuse is always it. worse than what you did. Yeah. The cover-up's always worse than what you did. He says it was our way of protesting the fact that Trump wants to spend billions of dollars to build a wall that is pretty useless. Protest. I guess the way we presented it, some people took it a different way, he concluded. Now, I could make the argument that no matter what it is you were trying to do, that we should be... That I don't think there's a whole lot to be offended by here. Like, the wall is part of the conversation in America today. Okay. It's a holiday you know, surrounding uh, you know, Mexican culture, from what I understand. I'm like the rest of you. I don't totally understand what Cinco de Mayo really is. I just go get tacos. Who cares? Yeah, Corona. Give it to me. Perfect. Dos Equis, I like it. Margaritas are good. Like that, like that's about as far as I know, right? So why is this necessarily like a wrong thing to have done? 
Um, I, certainly if you're going to come from it from the I'm going to be protesting this, well, then it's certainly tone deaf. If you're against the wall, if you're against Trump, then for you to do that, obviously you were just trying to exploit it. Now, if you would have went at it in the sense of like, dude, there were people chanting build the wall and who's going to pay for it? Mexico. I mean, they were chanting that from the top of their lungs. Right. So if you would have went at it in the, in like the sense of like, well, yeah, I support the president. I support the concept of the wall and I want it built and I want it. I want to be able to do this. Then you could go See, with. I I feel like he thought if he goes that way and because he was giving out the green cards and the like that that people were going to call him a racist. Bigot, whatever word you want well, to use. But it, like I said, embrace that as opposed to trying to pussyfoot your way around like, oh, well, it's a protest. And like, that's when it looks like really you have no conviction. You're just doing it to exploit the, the hot topic of the day. To get people in his bar, which, which is I'm, fine. Which I, yeah, honestly, at the end of the day, I'm not sure. I mean, no slurs or anything were used here. I'm not sure it's really all that out of line. I mean, it's a, it, it's, it's a business and it's not like this was government funded or sanctioned right. or anything like that. That I, now, I I had a problem with the Trump pinata. I don't necessarily have a problem with the inflatable wall. We yeah, we were talking about the Trump pinata earlier. It's a, a school teacher in Florida had uh, been placed on leave after you know doing a Cinco de Mayo themed thing where she like honestly hung Trump from a tree and then like like they beat it during class outside, and that's a little bit different. It's kids. Um, it's kids. It's, kids. it's school. It's yeah. something completely different. Um. Now I said during that that I know that I know well enough now not to do a radio promotion with a Trump pinata given the the climate of the country. I would also say now, like if we were gonna do a huge event, I wouldn't be like, dude, let's do the it could get brought up in a promotions meeting, it would be funny, we'd all have a good laugh about it, and then secretly we'd be like, dude, people can't handle that kind of stuff these days. We're gonna be seen in a negative light. We can't do the border wall. Yeah, either way you play your cards here, it's not it's a win. Not, it's not gonna be a win. The pictures are pretty funny, though. He's got people in sombreros trying to climb the wall. Of course. course. People will do anything for free drinks. I mean, anything. It's pretty funny. You don't need free drinks because we're passing out free money. Win yourself $1,000 next on Rock 106.9. Barry Show. (laughs) Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show, Rock 106.9. Minutes away now from getting you hooked up with your next keyword for our workday double pay. You hear the keyword, you text it in, you win a thousand dollars. Nine ten, get your next one. Somebody asked me over the weekend, like, "Yo, can I send D pics, and will that help me win the thousand dollars?" I said, "It's probably not going to hurt, right?" I wonder what would happen if you text a D pic to two hundred, two hundred. Well, it's it, you know, it's our probably direct line to the radio station. You know, Kramer sitting there in the afternoon just getting D pics galore. Good. I don't know. Do it. I wonder. Uh, yeah, I wonder how that would work. I wonder what the it keeps saying wrong keyword. I sent him a D-pick. What do you want me to do? D-picks are the key to everything, guys. If you want your life to go better, start sending D-picks. I feel like that's fake news. <laughs> fake news. I don't like it. I do not co-sign that. Online for your viewing pleasure at WRQK.com in the Sandsbury Show section is Molly Cavelli, porn star, getting bit by a shark. They put her in like Jeez. one of those like shark tank things and like lowered her into the water. Now, I had always thought that the appeal of those is that you could go swim with the sharks and they couldn't get in. Why are the, why are the bars set wide enough to where even a small shark could be able to get his head in there? I think it was they, 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 they used like a... Um 
I don't want to say like a generic shark tank, but they probably use one more for filming where, you know, there's probably bigger gaps in there, I would assume. Yeah, I mean, the gap was big enough to where the shark got its like, yeah. like head in there and like bit her on the ankle. That's up for you, WRQK.com in the Sandsbury Show section. And uh, I was hearing about this. Because apparently, dude, this this water wildlife going nuts. A girl, 10 years old, bitten by an alligator while swimming in a lake at a Florida park. 10-year-old swimming in Lake Moss Park was bitten on the leg by an alligator Saturday afternoon, according to Florida Fish and Wildlife officials. And they say the girl was swimming around the lake around 3 o'clock in the afternoon. She was bitten on the leg by a gator. Now, I would imagine in Florida, this isn't all that uncommon. Yeah. <laughs> um, as a, for a 10-year-old girl, investigators said she was taken to the hospital by her parents, was released soon after. She's going to be okay. But uh, she, they're claiming like she like grabbed the, like, the gator by the face and like ripped his jaws open and got her leg out. Now, obviously, as a 10-year-old, you, know, you can't be held responsible to t- towards too much. But the, the, the parents, what were you thinking? Like, much like, remember, was it a year and a half, two years ago, that kid got eaten at the, at the Disney resort? By the gator. By the, by the gator. Yeah. What are you people thinking? You think there's not going to be alligators in the deep, dark, murky waters of Florida? Like. Like, how stupid are you? Uh, yeah, I mean, swimming in like that kind of water yeah. in Florida would be would, would, would kind of creep me out. It's like I see this all the time, like in golf tournaments. Uh, all you know, they play a million of them in Florida. There's always gators just walking across the fairway in the middle of a golf tournament. I'm like, Jesus, dude! How, dude? Imagine having to try to break eighty doing that. Now, if I go to Florida, if we're going for if if, if we're going for you know vacation or whatever, I'll go swim in the ocean all day, man. I will go swim in the ocean all day because I feel like that's a eh, dude pretty big place. Sharks probably not gonna bite my ass. Well, I guess Molly Cavelli can, can argue Yeah, but they took her out right. in the middle of the ocean, put her in a cage to go where sharks were swirling around. If you're... At, now, I know sharks have come up to the shoreline pretty close in, pre, you know, in previous stories, but mostly you'll probably be alright. Yeah, but a lake in Florida? Like, how dumb do you have to be? Yeah, it's like, what are you going to do? Take a dip in the Everglades? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, what, what, what are you, an idiot? Yeah, I don't understand why you would let your kid do that. What a scary situation. For a parent to like watch a gator like with its you know just mouth clenched around your little kid's leg, ten years old this girl was, and she had the honestly she had the presence of mind to like pull the gator's mouth open and pull her leg out of there. I gotta be honest with you, dude. I bet I'm dead underneath that gator today, <laughs> right? I bet I don't make that one. I don't make that one at all. We have a thousand dollars. You want to win it? Let's give it away right now. Patient Rock One Hundred Six Nine. Welcome back to the Sands Ray Show, Rock 1069. Looking ahead at tomorrow, New Tour Tuesday, you're getting new Fallout Boy, new Lady Annabellum, and new Fozzie. All part of that tomorrow. Fozzie, if you don't know, is Chris Jericho from the WWE. That's his uh it's his music group. They're not the worst either. Mm-hmm. Fozzie's not bad. No, if if you told me, like, hey, dude, a pro wrestler is gonna front an 80s style rock band, I'd be like, oh god, it's gonna god, be that's awful. gonna be bad. But no, man, I mean it really is. Pretty decent. We'll see how the new stuff is, but I like Fozzie. Yeah, Fozzie's new song, Judas. We'll take a listen to that tomorrow. I have not heard it as of yet, but people were asking me about it, and I was like, all right, well, if there's interest there, then that's what we shall do. That is what we shall do. Today is going to be a big day for me. Good day for me. I'm I'm going to save myself some money today. Okay. Um, Airing last night, I think either 9 or 10 o'clock last night on Showtime, was the season finale of a show show that I watched called Billions. Right. And I thought Billions was amazing season one. This season's still good, just I didn't think it was as good as season one. Also has a pro wrestler in it, right? It does? Isn't the Rockin' is in that show? That's Ballers. All Ballers. Ballers. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Billions, different network there. So Billions is on Showtime. 
And the season finale was last night. I watch nothing else on Showtime currently other than this show. So I'm going, it, I DVR'd it, and then I'm going to watch it today, and then I'm calling cable, I'm calling my cable company, and I'm going to get rid of Showtime. I'm going to save myself that money. All right. Okay? All right. Um, truthfully, I would get rid of HBO right now, too, but Game of Thrones is getting ready to start next month. See no reason to get rid of it right before Game of Thrones starts. It's like my favorite show. And the, the thing I'll say about that is you could still have HBO Go, which would be on demand the next day. Is it that you want to watch it the night it happens? I just, no, not really, because okay. I'll be in bed. You, I, know some, what I mean? you know, some stuff I'll stay up for. It's like, dude, it's that good or it's that worth it. I'll You're- probably stay up for Game of Thrones. Okay. You know what I mean? So I, for the option, it's worth it for whatever. It's like 16, 17 bucks a month or whatever it is to add on to your cable bill. Um, but cheaper cable has been something I've been talking about. And I, you know, people are going to tell me, just get, you know, a fire stick with Cody. Already have it. Yeah. Already have it. It is essentially stealing, though. And I know that they are going through the UK right now and they're charging a bunch of people who have been doing this. And I hear the FBI is actually um, lending themselves to that investigation to figure out how they're doing it so they can start to do those investigations over here and start arresting people. Major corporations, film companies, um, broadcast networks, they're not going to get screwed over for that long. Not forever. You know what I mean? Mean, right. Like okay, in the beginning, hey, what are we doing? How do we Napster's catch up to this? Awesome. Right, but they're not going to. They're just not going to roll over and take it. But Bloomberg is now saying that these cable companies are scared to death of cord cutting, right? Because more and more people seem yeah. to be doing it. And I would imagine if you just go, it's not going to affect us sooner or later. Yeah, you, you're going to be run right out of your marketplace. Well, day one of like, well, we're going to cut the cord. It was like, yeah, you and what sure army. Are, right. And now that it's like kind of five years later after this movement has kind of started, um, I think there's plenty of people who have done it and will continue to do so, which is going to, you know, negatively impact your bottom line. If, if, if you're, if you're Spectrum, if you're, you know, AB if you're any of those companies, dude, you gotta you gotta keep your money. You gotta you gotta you gotta protect your investment there. Right. Now they say sports channels are like what make your cable so expensive. And it makes sense on some level because it's the only true live reality TV that there is. It's competition and people care about seeing sports entertainment while it's happening versus tape delayed. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I know I'm the 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 exception here. Like where I would watch a Cavs game the next morning because I didn't stay up for it. Most people they're not doing. That. Most people aren't doing, especially that. like a regular season thing. Now, if it's a huge thing, maybe you'll watch it the next day. But the Browns replay or the Indians, you know, extra extra, you know, when they show it, nobody's watching that. They're not. So they say you're going to be able to get cable without the expensive sport channels that can add up to twenty five dollars a month or more on the bill. Now, these sport bundles may leave you with, uh, with too many missing channels as well. People are now starting to rely on Hulu, Sling TV, DirecTV Now. Actually, I hear great things about that PlayStation View thing. I wish uh, I, if somebody has more, if you're using that, you have more info, send it to me. I'm, I'm interested in looking into the PlayStation View thing. Now, here's my thing. I want a la carte cable, mm-hmm. and I don't know why in 2017 why I can't have this. I don't understand why I cannot log on to. My cable provider's website, they give me a list of every channel that is available to me. And then I go through and click. And then based on what, not what I've chosen, but how many things I have chosen or whatever, fine, based on what I have, why can I not select 
that I want this, 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 and this, and then get a prorated money. How in today's day and age of technology are we not there yet? Whether you did it $15 a month per channel or you were like, all right, Fox Sports Ohio, that's 25 per month. ABC, that's five per month. You know what I mean? Like, I would have no problem with that if they cost different because at that point I would still have my... I'm my still choosing. Right. As opposed to me just having it shoved down my throat and never utilizing it, I would have my decisions to make of like, well, is it worth it to me to have Fox Sports Ohio for the next nine months? Well, yeah, because the Indians are on and that's good for me. All right. But once the Indians are off, I'm going to cancel Fox Sports Ohio and go, you know. And do, and something, do something else. else. Right. Exactly. I, I don't understand why that can't be. If I'm tr- if Oh, man. Am I bleeding? Yeah, I am. Sorry. You got a little nosebleed there. Yeah, it's just scratched my nose. Stansbury bleed. Stansbury picking his nose or 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 something else there. I uh yeah. A little just bleed. eat that booger. You'll be fine. No, dude. not doing booger, it. Gross. We talked about it earlier. Gross. So, it, like looking through my viewing habits. Okay, I would want my man. I'm really bleeding. I um I would want I would want all my locals. I would want like three, five, and eight. All the that standard stuff. Nineteen right. action news. Right. That whole or nineteen Cleveland's nineteen or whatever they're called now. I'd want that. I'd want Fox Sports One, FS One. Okay. I'd want the Golf Channel. All right. So I'd probably keep CBS Two because you know again that's part of the local thing. I'd want the Golf Channel. I'd want uh, FS One. I'd want HBO, and that would be about it. So I'd have. Like, let me see. Let me see. There's four. HBO makes five. FS One makes six. Yeah, I'd want about NFL Network. I'd want that. Okay, I like that channel a lot. I'd want about eight channels total. Eight. I guess the reason why you can't do that is because they know that once you do that, they're going to lose money. And for them to bundle stuff, and they still kind of got you over over the coals for now. How long they have you in that position of? of oh, I would need IFC too because I don't know if you guys aren't watching Brockmire yet. Start watching Brockmire. What a great show Brockmire is. Um, and I guess this is it's only going to apply to some people, but it's like, well, if you want to find new stuff to watch, aren't you going to have to pay for these other channels? Or you're just going to get stuck in the oh. Dude, Dude, I've seen this 8 million times. Why am I still watching this? Well, I think, again, this is where the cable company could have a great opportunity because it lets it, obviously other networks advertise on opposite networks. They're mm-hmm. trying to you know get your eyeballs on their brands. So what would happen then is there I am watching FS1 and you advertise a TV show on a network I don't have. Now all of a sudden the cable company could be like, sign up for this channel at X rate for the next night. They could do it the same way they do it now. Right. It's just still a la carte. I don't understand why I, to this day, I mean, if you think about it, it could probably, it would probably be more expensive than what I'm paying now. Ooh, but for my, my, my bill would only be 80 bucks or whatever. If it's $10 per channel, I let's take, let's say $10 per channel. I like eight channels. That's 80 bucks which is cheaper than what my cable bill is now, but I'm only paying for what I'm using, which makes all the sense in the world. And I've been saying about cord cutting. I don't think people should do it. I think obviously you're stealing content and this and that, but these cable companies have been getting over on people forever and they know it. And they've become now like that thing where people are out to get you. So why wouldn't you preemptively before this really negatively affects your bottom line, would you not do this to yourself and say, let's figure out how we make this more consumer friendly today? Yeah, I mean, we've been getting hosed for as long as cable has existed, no question about it. Um, And as more and more options 
options, even if you're not going to go the route of illegally streaming stuff via Cody or whatever, even if you you know pay your ten bucks a month for Netflix, pay your ten bucks a month for Hulu, and pay your ten bucks a month for you know Amazon Prime, I mean that's only up to thirty bucks right there. You can right. throw HBO for another fifteen twenty bucks a month in there on HBO Go, and you're up to fifty bucks, and you have so many options. Inevitably, these these cable companies are going to have to they're going to have to waiver. Twenty five years ago, well, what are you going to do, idiot? What are you going to go the rent, barrel? You going to rent some right. blockbuster? Hell no, you're not. You're going to watch it on cable. But nowadays, we got options, so uh, it, it's inevitable. You would think that they would start to move in their business model. I have got to get this nosebleed under control. It's pretty <laughs> pretty bad. We'll take this break here. Get you guys hooked up with the final pair of Ohio Championship Wrestling tickets for the day. We'll do that next. Hang on. Canton's Rock Station, Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show, Rock 106.9. Fishhead will get you hooked up with $1,000 at 1010 this morning, your next keyword. With our workday double pay, arrives to you via Fishhead. Sometime in the last hour, I scratched the outside of my nose, and it's bleeding to the point to where it will not stop. Yeah, dude, it's like you have a tampon in your hand there, dude. That thing is bloody as hell. Yeah, and like, I take the toilet paper away from it and at first i'm like ah well it's probably done bleeding by now and then like five six seconds later you can feel it start to like puddle in the corner of the nose and drip down my face it's bad i don't know what i did Jeez. i don't know if there's a pimple there maybe or something i scratched open or what but it's just not stopping Ugh, that's pretty gross i apologize about that just just blood all over the studio stands very boogers and blood that's been this program that has been the program this morning you know, we were talking about cord cutting before the break. Yeah. And Daniel tweets and says, broadcast companies own more than one channel, and to get that channel, you have to get all the channels they have in a bundle. Yeah, currently that's the system, right. and that's my problem, is that I don't understand why the distributor doesn't, being the cable company, say to the broadcast network, sorry, bro, but they're running from us in droves, so we're changing the way we supply our business. You either give us your shows or don't. If I go to Giant Eagle, I can just buy a two liter of Sprite. I don't have to buy a two liter of Coke and Diet Coke as well. I can just go buy Sprite because I just want Sprite. Because the grocery store understands it sells a bunch of things, yeah. and I'm going to want more than one thing. Yeah. I don't... <laughs> okay, like, yes, I mean, Disney owns ABC, but I could just buy ABC and not have to buy the Disney Channel. That's the way it should be. I'll be uh, I will be getting rid of Showtime this afternoon after I watch the season finale of Billions. They're probably going to try to like, no, don't cancel Showtime. We're going to give you this, that, and the third, and you're going to get this, and we're going to give you a new phone number, and your faster internet, and at the end of it all, you're going to be like, all right, well, if it only costs me an extra 20 bucks a month, sure, that sounds good to me. I, luckily for me, I have the fastest internet that my cable company offers. Okay, I started with that because of the gaming that I'll do and some of that kind of stuff. And I wanted multiple devices hooked to things, you know, at once, and didn't want that problem. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna keep the HBO. I understand I can get HBO Go. I have one of those things. But ultimately, at the end of the day, it's the last season for Game of Thrones. I want no problems. I just want to be able to watch it. Watch it when I want to be able to watch. You know what I mean? Whatever, and not have to deal with all of that. So I'm gonna one more season, and then after that, I'm gonna get rid of that too. But like honestly, I think I could get by with ten TV channels if they would let me pick ten. 
I know for sure I could. I know for sure I watch under twenty channels. Uh, and if they do allow that, that's going to definitely impact this uh, craze of a thousand channels with all the different content. Because people, Here's nobody's watching it, right? People aren't going to. They're not going to. You know, uh, watch that crap. Now, don't get me wrong. There's still going to be some of the crap in the world. Like there'll still be like, oh my gosh, we're buying a house and flipping it, and it's flip flop, and you're gonna watch the show. But like, there's not gonna be twenty of those anymore. You know what I mean? Right. Like, uh, th- th- there's gonna be there's gonna be one version of it, the right. best one, right. and we'll all win. Again, I was, uh, I, you know, somebody asked me during the break. As I, you know, I'm telling you, TV shows I like. Brock Meyer and IFC, if you haven't started watching it yet, is excellent. If you don't know, it's about a guy who was like a baseball announcer, like a Joe Buck type dude. And he has an on air meltdown and loses his professional baseball gig. And then is now in like Pennsylvania in like double A baseball in the middle of nowhere. His life's miserable. And he got a job, you know, calling a game now down there. And it's Hank Azaria from The Simpsons. From yeah. The Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. And uh, honestly, the show is wildly inappropriate. Um, borders on like, wow, I'm surprised in 2017 you could do that. But again, KY Good. Jelly's there. Uh, KY Jelly and like Sam Adams are like the two sponsors who have both been known to be out there and be willing to, you know, sponsor things that are kind of out there on the ledge. But if you like inappropriate television, Brock Myers totally for you. IFC, I will, uh, I will, I will check that out. Very this good. Afternoon. Oh. Very funny. I am also a big Amanda Pete fan. Just find her to be completely sexy. She's in it too. And the kid, there's a kid in the show who doesn't understand baseball, thinks baseball is really boring. And he's like the social media guy for like this middle of nowhere, nothing team. And what really hooked me on the show was him. He's like super nerdy. And it's like, are they going to play this kid as gay or straight? How's that going to go? It's like kind of one of those things. And the one joke that got me in the show, and it seems like such a small thing, but he comes busting through the door of a team meeting and says, Oh my God, TMZ's reporting that Drake and Taylor Swift are dating. And he just goes, albums, y'all. And like they, <laughs> they cut to like a different scene. And that made me laugh out loud on the couch because that's funny because people like that would be very excited about those two dating. And it, it did. It made me laugh. And Brock Meyer, honestly, has done well every week. I'm just a huge fan. I, uh, I, I will check it out. The thing that I'm a little bit concerned about, and, and I'm sure that there was a meltdown across you know, Northeast Ohio as you said it. You said he's Joe Buckish. And, dude, that's not going to play well with the uh, actually with the joe snowflakes. bucks in this week's episode <laughs> with the snowflakes no, of northeast won't. ohio sports dude no joe buck hurt my feelings hubie brown hurt my feelings the hubie brown hatred over the weekend during the Cavs telecast makes absolutely no sense whatsoever he's not rooting for the raptors he's rooting for a television product that you'll continue to watch and selling people who don't live in northeast ohio as reasons to why this game is going to be competitive isn't hating on you it's selling the product hubie brown going after some of those cord cutters like god please keep paying attention to us i want a paycheck i just have never seen a fan base so as as you're all out there calling every other fan base soft you were the softest soft serve ice cream sissies i have ever seen in my entire life yesterday because hubie brown was mean to you're the favorite team that you like you're just such a baby just celebrate the fact that you have lebron james the greatest thing to hit basketball in the last 30 years just watch it just enjoy it that's all you got to do. You don't have to hate on everything that isn't just di- directed to- directly to you. You really think Hubie Brown hates the Cavs? That's that's what these guys hate. They hate the one thing on TV during in this sport that people will watch, which is LeBron James. It's the one thing people will watch in that sport. That's what the TV network guys hate. LeBron? Got it.
You guys make absolutely no sense. You're a bunch of crybabies. Joe Buck doesn't hate the Indians, and Hubie Brown doesn't hate the Raptors. You just don't understand how sports programming has to work to keep all the eyeballs on the product, not just Northeast Ohio. Hubie Brown hates the Cavs. I just, you guys are a bunch of sissies. All right, that's it. That's all I can handle. My nose is bleeding. Bleeding from the head right now. You guys, I'm bleeding from the head. You're a bunch of sissies (laughs) who can't watch basketball properly. I'm going home. Aside from that, we are done. We do have these Ohio Championship Wrestling tickets. Let's pass these out. We'll take caller 10 right now, 1-800-243-7625. And we are done for the day. Be back at live tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. on Rock 106.9. You guys have a great day. See you.